to Between Seven Mountains. My guest today is Christopher Eliasson, the man whose career is one most of us could only dream of, a pilot as well as first officer in the air wing, with the majority of his flights being VIP jet charters. His incredibly interesting journey progressed from being a professional footballer for the local Belgian team, Bonn, to real estate agent, and today, a jet pilot. He's been to every corner of the globe, but he's here today to speak to us about his journey and tell us some of the stories from his travels. So, with that, please welcome Christopher Eliasson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Between Seven Mountains. I'm joined today with Christopher Eliasson. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I think I'll get right into it. Go so you've, you've had a lot of career paths in your life. You started as a professional footballer, real estate, army, and I heard private jet pilot. How did yeah. you get into these variations? Uh, it's a good question. I don't, I don't really know how I got into uh, uh, the real estate or, you know, but uh, the football and the flying part I know because the dreams of being a football player and a pilot started off when I was just a little kid. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the two things I wanted to complete in my life. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the dreams, you know, yeah. from footballer to <laughs> private jet pilot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so your profession is something that every kid dreams of. Is this something that you've wanted to do from a very early age? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Um, the dream of being a pilot started when I was really young. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I was like 10, 11. Okay. And uh, one of my uh, neighbors back home, um, uh, his father was working at the airport, so we got to spend our Saturdays at the airport with him. So, okay. uh, yeah, I think that's where the dream started. got to see the big planes coming in. Nice. Yeah. That got you inspired. Yeah. It yeah. Did. It did. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, are there any high-profile guests that you've maybe had on these travels that you could maybe talk about? Yeah, as passengers. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we are not really allowed to talk about okay. who That's we are flying. That's understandable. Yeah. That's I think my boss would be really angry if I did. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, do you ever get to spend any time in these places that you fly to? I mean, you go all over the world and you spend probably more than a day there, right? I mean, do you have any time um, to... Yeah. Yes and no. Uh, you know, during the uh, the Corona crisis mm. that we have at the moment, we don't get to spend too much time. Okay. On each place, but it, it has happened. Yeah, that we spend a couple of days uh, here and there. Um, mm -hmm. Last couple of weeks, I've been in Athens. Oh wow! And Zurich and Bordeaux. That's okay. what I can remember at least. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any like trips that you've taken that? really, really stick out to you? Like when you think back on your trips, you think, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, for me personally, going up north in Norway, okay. Tromsø, going to Svalbard is, is uh, something else. Really? Because of the weather, because of the, the scenery and going to Svalbard, it's very far up north. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's something special. True Norwegian, you like home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been all these yeah, exotic I like places, Spain but it's too. like, I like yeah, Spain yeah. too, but yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, that's just, Spain. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like home, though. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Absolutely. You've lived in a lot of places around the world. <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit more about that and how it connects to your work? Um, yeah, well, I started off my flight training in uh, Sarnefjord. Okay. I uh, did my two years there, and after that, I moved to Barcelona. Okay. Uh, where I did my, uh, my flight instructor's rating, okay. where I became a flight instructor. Right. Um, 
that was fun living in Barcelona. Yeah. And uh, then I moved on to Greece, uh, okay. working as a flight instructor in uh, in Thessaloniki on okay. the mainland. I heard you encountered some challenges while uh, well, yeah, in, in Greece. Greece um, the language barrier was a big thing. I mean, uh, working as a flight instructor, you're actually flying with a student. And flying an airplane, communication is really important, right? Yeah. So when I was trying to teach these students how to fly, it was impossible because they didn't speak any English and I couldn't speak Greek or right. uh, wherever country they came from. So it was all had to point to them what to do. And that was a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that is. Yeah. Yeah. Communication is very important when you're flying. But so yeah. when you don't when you lose that you end up with very little. Pretty much lose yeah. everything, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the most crucial thing. Yeah. But we managed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, somehow. So do you ever get the opportunity to spend any time in the places that you've lived? Um Actually, I think we have a, a couple of pictures here while you talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we get to spend, yes and no. Okay. Uh, sometimes we get to spend a couple of days, like a couple of weeks back, I was three days in Athens. Mm -hmm. Last week I was three days in Bodo. Okay. Um, you know, but used to the, due to the situation that we have now at the moment, we normally just fly where we need to go and then go straight back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because of Corona and, uh, yeah. You don't want to end up in quarantine. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. I think coming up here, you're on the yeah, wing. I have some pictures. Yeah, that looks fantastic. Look at that. That's just a video of uh, the lunch. So I imagine these planes that you fly, it comes with a, a pretty good meal. Uh, yeah, normally, yeah. 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 And this is just pic picture I took from is from Oslo, I think. Okay. That's me on the wing. Uh, Where were you there? I'm not sure. I think it's in Portugal. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's just a passenger took that picture. Mm -hmm. That's me in the cockpit. Okay. That picture is from somewhere at night, I see. Mm -hmm. This is from Zurich. It could be. Um, with a car that picks up the passengers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fantastic. It looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's a dream. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is. It really is. Yeah. It's incredible. So, COVID has affected the airline industry in a number of ways. Yeah. Um, how has it affected you personally and your industry? For me personally, it's, we've seen an increase. Like I said, we've seen an increase in, in, in the amount of work that we have and okay. the, the missions that we have. Um, so for me personally, it's, it's just been uh, more to do, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's good because the rest of the airline industry has suffered pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, dreadful to see, to be honest. It's, um, um, I don't like seeing my friends in airlines uh, get furloughed. That's, yeah, I don't like that. So hopefully they'll be back in the air soon. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. Yeah. yeah. How do you think the airline industry will adapt to this change? I'm not sure. Not sure. Hopefully they will adapt in a way that, uh, you know, because we've seen some changes already. Mm -hmm. um, they've been letting people go, unfortunately, and they've been following people. So they are downsizing. Yeah. Uh, so um, hopefully it will go back to normal and everyone will have a job again. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. We need the world moving again. Yeah, you know? definitely. The only way to do that is with these, uh, with these planes in the air. These, That's the only way. Yeah, exactly. So your profession is something that others might think is a little, a little dangerous. It doesn't come without its dangers. Okay. Are there any things that have happened that you could tell us about? 
Um, yeah, well, I did one time in Greece. Uh, my engine st stopped working. Okay. Uh, I was in the vicinity of uh, the airport, so I was able to land. Wow. And I've hit the bird. Okay. Also called the bird strike. Yeah. I was here in Oslo, and um, the windshield broke. That's about it. Right. Yeah. But when you lost that engine, I mean, mm. that must have been incredible. Landing the plane with, with, I mean, was there only one other engine working? No, it was only one engine. So um, My yeah, God. I lost the one I had. But it, we were so close to the, the runway that we, yeah. it wasn't really a problem. Okay. It would have been a problem if we were far out, but we were close, so it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't a problem. Right. But it happened. It happens. Those things happen. Mm. Those things happen. Yeah. Well, I hope that you continue. Uh, and good luck in this, and I hope that the industry thank survives. And thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming to Between Seven Mountains. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And for the people watching at home, thank you so much for joining us. See you next time.